Greetings and infernal blessings. Welcome to the Serpent Slayer Podcast. I am your host, Serpent Headed Mask. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about working with the gods. How do you work with the gods? What does it mean to do work with the archetypes? No matter which ones you're working with. I think that gets kind of um, confusing uh, to maybe somebody who's just starting out in this path. So I'd like to kind of clarify, you know, what that is using my experience and how I started working with different archetypes and different currents and different systems. And I'll share a story. Um, When I started this path, was right after I got actually out of treatment from drug and alcohol abuse. And I've mentioned that plenty of times. And I probably will mention it many more times because that is what why I am on this path. That is one of the main reasons, not all of the reasons, but definitely the main reasons that I'm on this path is for self-development, um, self-mastery, to empower myself and when I got out of treatment I was raw you know I just got out of a 10-year span of homelessness um, losing everything I had not just once not just twice I don't even know how many times you know I lost every material possession that I've ever owned I've lost jobs homes vehicles, everything that you can think of that one would have in their life, I had lost. And I ended up on the streets in a 10-year off and on, on the streets. You know, I'd be on the streets for a while, then get myself kind of together, maybe get a stint of sobriety in for a couple of months, six months, a year, and then go back out there again, relapse lose it all again it just became this vicious cycle and uh, spent many of times going into recovery programs throughout the years Um, never resonated with them Um, a lot of recovery programs uh, really teach you kind of that you're powerless and um, subscribing to that not only was very unhealthy for me Um, But it's been very unhealthy for many people. And um, I knew that I was never going to get out of this vicious cycle with this powerless mentality, this victim mentality, this um, program filled with guilt and shame and all the things that they kind of want you to subscribe to. So when I got out of treatment... um, I started looking into the left-hand path and one of the archetypes that really started to resonate with me was set and from an early age I was always interested in um, ancient Egypt and ancient Egyptian mythology I remember going on a field trip in elementary school to a science museum where they had a um, ancient Egyptian exhibit there 
and there was they had mummies and vacuums sealed glass cases on display they had pottery and all sorts of artifacts and I was completely just immersed in all of that and I was always interested in the deities that seemed to um, have the animal mask you know like Set the crocodile god Sobek um, Sekhmet Tahuti Horus I was always interested in I was interested in all of them but the ones with the the animal head masks, the animal heads that we see in some of the imagery, I always thought was fascinating. Uh, didn't understand what that meant, why certain gods represented certain um, animals. So as I got out of treatment, um, I started to really kind of look into that again. And one of the, the um, gods um, was Set that I was finding myself extremely attracted to, um, was always kind of attracted to Set. Didn't understand why I was always looking up pictures of him and eventually I bought just a statue of him because I wanted one. And I remember getting the statue and just staring at it, staring at it, trying to understand what is this animal mask on set what what is it supposed to be um not even diving into the mythology yet of it being obviously the called the set animal and that it does not have any certain uh it's not related to any certain animal at all and i would stare at this statue and try to make sense of it and i thought it was unique i thought it was strange it definitely held a lot of mystique about it. And so I decided to dive into some of the mythology. And I guess you would say Set, for me, was kind of the, the gateway. Just like in drugs, they talk about gateway drugs. You know, like marijuana is the gateway drug. Which I disagree with because for me, personally, it was booze. But that's besides the point. But... Set was the gateway kind of um, entity, uh, God. It was the beginning, the interest that I had of this God and what it was all about really intrigued me. So I started reading up on it. I started reading his mythology. Later on, finding out as I read the mythology that... Um, Set is the god of chaos, the god of storms, the god of transformation and change, uh, a god of nonconformity and individualism, um, a god of war, um, all these different attributes. And as I'm reading through the mythology, I started to make the connection <clears throat> to myself. I had a calling to Set, and I wasn't sure why. As I started studying him, I started to realize that there was a lot of connections to his attributes that were connected to my life. My life was coming out of extreme chaos. Um, definitely, my drug addiction years felt like a never-ending storm. That a storm just came through and just like a tornado, just destroyed everything that I had and scattered it 
all about the place. Um, I knew that I always had kind of a non-conformist or a rebel attitude. That's another attribute to Set. He is the rebel. I was never good at following. I was never good at um, conforming to groups, groupthink, which is a lot of the reasons why a lot of the recovery programs never resonated with me. I always seemed to be somebody on my own path. If everybody walked right, I always wanted to walk left. Never really understood why that was. I just never wanted to go where everybody else was going. I wanted to create my own way. And in the past, creating my own way was obviously very destructive, but I had to go through that. Um, I don't regret my years um, in drug addiction. I don't look at them as shameful, as um, I don't pity myself. I don't look at it, even though it was a living nightmare. I look at it as something that I'm actually grateful that I went through. Um, that might sound strange to some, but that's where I started to acknowledge what it is I had to do. And when I started to research set, I started to understand the connections that I had with set story and what was going on in my life. And therefore, that basically started the journey for me on the left-hand path. I obviously started looking into um, different gods and goddesses in the Egyptian pantheon. Um, I always had an interest in the occult. I remember buying the Satanic Bible way back in high school and reading it, resonating with it at the time. Um, I still do some of for, you know some of it. It's a little probably outdated, maybe. Um, maybe not for some, but for me, it, it's kind of the the left-hand path and the occult. There's so much more work that has been done since then. Um, it's not necessarily something that I really go back to, um, but there is a lot of great information in there. You know, the Book of Bilal is, um, I think, very informative. Um, something I still go through to this day. I still go back and and look at but how was I supposed to to work with set how was I supposed to work with any of these archetypes what did it mean to work with them so in in my experience and not only in just my studies but obviously you know having certain mentors that kind of guided me um at the beginning, and I still have a mentor to this day that still um, I learn a lot from. Um, but I've done a lot of kind of exploration on my own since um, understanding how to work with a, a deity or a god. Basically, in my opinion, in my experience, is you know, you're finding certain archetypes that. Um, what you do is you're finding their their attributes, their characteristics, you know what they what they are about, and depending on the type of work that you want to do, um, you kind of after you study whatever pantheon, whatever system you're working with, um, you start to realize what certain deities are about, 
and that's how you gauge your work. So, for example, again, with sets, you know, I wanted to, I wanted transformation. I, I wanted to make order out of my chaos. I wanted to understand the chaos that I went through. I wanted to make order of that in my mind and in my life to learn from those past experiences. Um, shadow work also, uh, you'll always hear me talk about shadow work. I'm actually involved in a very heavy shadow work online um, class through, a, through Patreon with a group that I work with. Um, I'm not the, it's not my Patreon page, it's uh, my mentor's Patreon page, but you know, I've done shadow work many different times. This is a real in-depth shadow work. Um, we've been doing a lot of rituals uh, geared to um, shadow work. Last night we just did one with um, Abaddon or Abaddon, however you pronounce it, the Destroyer. Um, we did one um, a month earlier with Hakate. We did one with Arachne, the spider goddess, and we did one with Lucifer. And I think the next workings that we're going to be doing is working with Kali, who is also a destroyer, uh, a devourer energy. Um, so when you start looking at these different archetypes and what they represent, depending on, <coughs> excuse me, I need to take a sip of drink here. Uh, depending on what it is that you're trying to achieve, what your will, what your desire is, um, you base your work around the deity that kind of coincides with what you're trying to achieve. Say so you're doing road, you need to do road clearing work. You know, you find the archetypes that are good for road clearing or removing blockages uh, in your life. Segment is a great road clearer. And Kali is a great road clearer. Um, Hakate is a great road clearer. She's the crossroads. If you ever kind of find yourself in a crossroads in life, she's really great to work with. Obviously, necromancy as well. If you're looking to do necromancy work and to connect with the dead, um, to connect with the realm of the dead, you know, uh, Anubis, Hakate... Um, working with your your ancestors, um, all of these things, you start to kind of tie into your work. You know, working with Lucifer. You know, you want to try to um, gain wisdom and knowledge about yourself or about anything that you could possibly need to get some type of um, illuminated clarification on. You know, obviously, my past episodes will talk a lot about Luciferianism. Um, say you want to kind of gain more knowledge about something and more wisdom about uh, a certain issue, you know, working with Thoth or Tuti, um, you know, the god of writing, the god of spells and alchemy, you know. This is how you work with the, the gods. You know, you start to understand their attributes and then you start to tie those what they represent to the type of work that you're trying to achieve and you base your rituals and your workings around that. Um, there's a lot of books out there that have different types of rituals and invocations in them. Um, 
I started kind of going through books and doing the rituals in the books and doing the invocations in the books. Eventually, I was taught that those books are everything that you find in books is kind of a blueprint, kind of a guideline. Um, doing things directly out of books, word for word, um, in my opinion, <coughs> excuse me again, I don't know why I'm coughing so much. Um, doing things through books and invocations uh, through books, um, you know, those are, those are blueprints and doing them exactly as they're written. Um, you know, to get a, to get a, if you're a beginner, to get a kind of a gauge at like how to, um, do rituals and um, to do invocations, you know, doing things out of books um, are good at the beginning, but eventually what you want to do is you kind of want to um, learn how to write your own invocations and your own rituals and your own, under your own format, you want to put your, your personal stamp in your rituals just reading things out of books, lighting a few candles, and then doing a couple invocations in books, and then walking away, um, might not bear the results that you're looking for. There's plenty of books, you know, I always take different things out of books, you know, I'll take certain invocations that resonate with the work that I'm wanting to do, and I'll kind of use some of those invocations and then kind of write my own stuff around that and kind of give it a more personal feel. And I will even look at certain rituals that I might find in books, but I won't do them exactly how they're written. Um, I might take pieces of them and then kind of come up with my own ritual around that. Um, you know, that's a very effective way especially if you're just starting out, you know, but eventually once you, you, you study enough and you start to understand what you're working with, you'll be able to write out your own invocations and you, you'll be able to write out your own rituals and you'll be able to for, format them in a way that is going to be personal and you're going to be putting a lot of your intent into making them personal and they'll be much more effective that way. In my experience, the results that I have gotten um, by doing it that way have been very productive. Um, so working with these archetypes, that's how you're working with them. You're connecting to their currents and their energies of what they represent coinciding with the work that you're trying to, to achieve, your desire, your, your will, the effect. And once you start recognizing what certain deities are about, then there is how you can start gauging on who you're going to work with and why. Um, I see a lot of people on certain um, platforms out there, they're working with certain gods and deities, um, but they don't know why they're working with them just because they think they're cool or they're attracted to it for some reason but they don't know why you know not knowing why is kind of the beginning that's kind of the first answer you have to ask yourself uh, the first question you have to ask yourself to to answer um, again when I was so drawn to set I didn't know why um, but once I started understanding what set was about and started seeing the um, correlation, I started seeing kind of that reflection back at me, 
this is exactly why I want to work with him because my life was very chaotic. Um, all the attributes of set seem to be the characteristics that are in me. And so then my understanding of set um, became greater. And then that's when I started to get different books and started to do more research. And then for me, getting involved in a group, you know, I'm, again, I'm not very good with getting involved in groups and you know I'm, I've never joined any magical orders or any type of covens or anything like this I doubt that I ever would um, you never know um, certain covens and certain uh, magical orders that I've heard that other people have had experiences experiences in have definitely kind of made me um, come to the conclusion that that might not be a best fit for me um, working with this patreon group though has has taught me a lot and you know I remember at the beginning I didn't even know how a ritual went so actually being able to attend one and kind of see how it's structured and how it's how it goes and they're always different you know somebody you know obviously you know the the person that was leading these rituals they had wrote it out themselves but they were always good at, at explaining after the ritual was over piece by piece why we did things in the way that we did them and obviously at the beginning of the ritual explaining we're doing this ritual for whatever the desired effect would be um, like I said a lot of the ones that I've been doing um, online with people live online uh, lately have been geared towards the shadow work that we've all been doing in this one group and uh, it's been pretty pretty intense uh, pretty intense experience so last night very intense ritual I don't even know how to ex begin to even explain the uh, my experiences and the subjective experiences that I was having not only that what did I learn from the ritual so when you're doing work that's one of the main things that you should get out of doing uh, a ritual or doing spell work is what did you learn about yourself what did you learn through the through the whole experience a lot of people are always kind of trying to look for the aesthetics you know they're trying to look for the visual manifestations they're trying to look for um, all these different I don't want to say kind of Harry Potter experiences, magical experiences, but a lot of people go into rituals and that's what they expect, you know, and those things do happen. Um, they happened for me last night. Um, they can be rare. And if that's all that you're looking for, you're going to be selling yourself short, um, in my opinion. What you should be uh, walking away from any type of spell work or rituals that you uh, perform is what did you learn? What did you learn about yourself? Sometimes you don't get that answer right away, though. Sometimes that manifests days, weeks, months down the road. I've walked away from plenty of rituals, not really being able to ask myself, what did I learn? But it ends up manifesting in days, uh, weeks, months, you know? Sometimes things happen fast. Sometimes they take longer. It's always important to keep a grimoire and record um, your experiences um, that you had during those rituals 
sometimes when you're jotting these things down in your grimoires or your book of shadows, they might not make sense. But when you go back to them maybe weeks later and read what you wrote, um, it starts to kind of put itself together and starts to become more clearer later on. Usually when I'm writing stuff in my grimoires after a ritual, I'm just writing down just key words and certain experiences and certain feelings and and the atmosphere of the of my chamber and things like that and maybe I don't understand exactly um, as I'm writing this what that all means but later on as I go back and I look at it I start to see um, the answers I start to see um, the examples and the the results um, later on and that's usually, that's just my experience. That's usually how it works for me. Um, I usually seem to get more out of the rituals later on, reflecting back at them. I got to kind of live with them for a little while. And then certain things start to take shape and a, a certain understanding starts to kind of come into, um, kind of come into a kind of a concrete um, a concrete idea or a concrete thing that I can actually see and as a result or as a as a answer um, but you know working with certain deities if you don't know why you're working with them um, I'd hate to say this but you're you're wasting your time um, I guess I shouldn't say you're wasting your time but you're probably not going to get any results or very minimal results if you don't know why you're working with a certain archetype. It's very key to know why you're working with an archetype. Not just because you think it's cool, um, not just because, you know, if it resonates with you, it's resonating with you for a reason. So you have to look into it. You know, on this path, we have to study. Um, we have to sit down and, and read and research uh, these things to have a better understanding of what these archetypes are about, what are their characteristics, why are they calling to me, and why do I need, why what do I need to do in order to work with them? What what is, what are these characteristics that these deities have that are calling to me to um, to want to work with them and obviously they're connecting with me for a reason and then you start to realize well what is it that I want to achieve well I want to achieve um, maybe a better living situation maybe I want to achieve um, a better financial situation a better career situation um, maybe I want to work on myself maybe I want to work on self-development and to be able to kind of change some of my behaviors and some of my um, negative character traits and my negative um, self-thinking, you know, maybe that's why you want to work on them. Maybe you want to just gain knowledge on certain things and you're looking for um, something to open the door. Again, road clearing energies. Maybe there's things in your way, you know, there's obstacles in our life all the time. And uh, sometimes we need to kind of get a little bit more power to kind of knock down those barriers. And sometimes the results are, are, are not so in your face. You know, you got to keep your eyes peeled for them. Um, I think a lot of people think that they'll do a financial working and then money is going to fall out of the sky on top of their heads. I mean, I suppose it could happen. Um, 
but that's not probably not going to be the case even when you get results and maybe a certain door starts to open there is still a work ethic that you have to put into play in order to make that result manifest into your desire and your will um, it's not just going to take shape all on its own there's still more on your part that you have to do um, if you think a lot of these rituals are just going to just manifest these things out of nowhere and you can sit on your hands and they're just going to come to you um, you're, you're probably going to find um, yourself in a situation of being extremely discouraged and that you're not getting any results and this isn't working and it's a waste of time and you might give up on this path completely a lot of people do um, because they expect things to be that way that they just have to do a ritual say some invocations light some candles give an offering light some incense say a couple of things and then walk out the door and wait for things to just kind of fall in their lap it, it's very rare that something like that it can happen um but again, even if something does seem like it kind of comes to you out of nowhere, there is still a work ethic on your part that has to continue on with that desired outcome. There's still work on your part that has to be done. So, um, in my opinion, this is kind of how I'm kind of saying it in layman's terms, you know. Um, that's kind of what I want my podcast to be. There's a lot of people out there that make occult podcasts or YouTube videos and, um, you know, they kind of make things kind of complicated. Um, they kind of put a lot of information out there that can get people kind of confused. Um, some people like to just kind of vomit out all the knowledge just to show you that they know a bunch of stuff, but yet you, you don't get anything from their message, you know. So I kind of want to do my podcast really um, kind of on a... Like I, like I said, on layman's terms, you know, just, you know, talking person to person, uh, me to you, the listener, and just kind of explain things kind of in a, in a more easier understanding um, kind of way. Um, so that explanation might seem very simple. And, um, well, it is. Um, this, the work isn't simple. Um, this path isn't simple. Um, there's a lot to know. There's a, it, it's so vast. Um, but I'm, I want to try to put things across um, in a way to somebody that's new coming in this past. You know, I get a lot of emails from people, and I really appreciate those emails. Um, people seem to be resonating with this podcast, and I'm really happy to hear that. So I want to be able to give um, information, and I'm giving information from my experiences, you know, um, I might not always be right about stuff. People always have differences of opinions. Um, people might agree. People might disagree. That's okay. You know, this is this podcast for me kind of is my own documentation of my journey on this path, and I'm sharing it with you. And uh, I, I, I'm really passionate about um, this path, and I've been very passionate about um, the work that I do on this path, and I kind of just want to share... Um, some of um, my experiences with my listeners. So working with gods and how to work with gods, um, 
that's my explanation on kind of how to do that. You know, you just have to research what these deities are about. You have a calling to it or a certain pull towards one or a few or a certain system. Um, dive into what that system is about. Dive into what those gods and what those archetypes are about. What, what do they represent? What are their characteristics? And if those characteristics are a reflection of you, then there you go. That's where you want to take your direction. You know, if you know what you want to work on, um, then it's a lot easier to research which systems are going to um, help you on your on your path, on your desire, on your what what your outcomes, what you want, the, what what you want them to be. Um, so that's just kind of a. Um, just a brief explanation on working with the gods. Um, I hope that helps people. Um, like I said, I have gotten a lot of emails. Again, my email is serpentheadmask9 uh, at gmail. Um, if anybody wants to reach out, a few of you have reached out. It's great to hear from my listeners. Um, I really appreciate um, a lot of the positive uh, emails that I've received so far. And... Um, I think I will leave that uh, with this episode. You know, I'll probably go into different books in another episode, share some of the the books that I use and that I've used to help me um, on this path. And kind of, you know, you again, you're looking at these books; they're they're blueprints. You know, they're guides. Um, they're not etched in stone. You know, a lot of these authors that put in invocations and rituals, a lot of them are their own rituals and invocations that they have written and taken from their own grimoires and published them. Um, so, you know, again, it's, it's somebody else's work um, that they felt have bared great results for them and they're sharing them in their, in their, in their publishings, in their, in their books, um, which is great. Um, but going word for word and doing them exactly how they are in the books... Uh, might not work for you. That's the, the, you know that's their work. Um, some books do uh, have some kind of um, they take work from other um, authors, um, from other material from the past. Um, some books even have a lot of ancient um, ritual work and spell work and invocations in them. Um, I like to try to find those ones. I really like using like the, the casting of the humanic circle that's a um that's a an ancient uh, uh circle casting ritual um that i use when i work with the egyptian pantheon so you know there's some things that you would want to do kind of um the way it's written out but you know study get some of these get some books learn um look at some of the work that's in those books um, take pieces of that and formate, f- formulate your own um, rituals around um, some of that stuff and identify what a lot of these gods are about and what they represent and what their characteristics engage that at the work that you're trying to achieve. So thank you for listening. Um, I got more episodes coming up soon. Um, I have a support button, not mandatory, if you find value um, in this podcast. And um, until next time, Sekhem.